If you have an IRA, self-directed or otherwise, listen up and listen carefully. A new legal ruling in the crazy state of California deeply imperils all IRAs in that state and sets the stage for some real pain in other states as well. I'm Brian Ellis. I'll tell you all about it right now in episode number 80. You're listening to Self-Directed Investor Radio, America's only podcast exclusively for affluent, self-directed investors, where each day of the week you receive innovative investment strategy and deadly accurate market analysis that's untainted by Wall Street and unblemished by government propaganda, all in seven minutes or less. Coming to you now from iTunes, Stitcher, and SDIRadio.com, here's your host, Brian Ellis. Today, you learn about an issue that's a clear and present danger if you're an IRA owner in the state of California that comes as a result of a legal ruling that happened in California on June 8th, just a few days ago. Yes, this is a bleeding edge type of issue, but that's how we roll here on SDI Radio. So today's episode is specific to IRA owners in California, but if you're not a Californian, you absolutely still must listen in because it's quite probable that this trend will spread eastward throughout the country, and it's a really serious issue. So to you folks in California, first, thank you for listening. I did some searching, and it appears that we have far more California listeners than anywhere else. Now, that stands to reason since the great state of California is so very populous, but the differential between our California listenership and everywhere else is much, much larger than can be explained just by population differences alone. Clearly, something we're doing here on SDI Radio is resonating with you folks in California, and I'm grateful that you're listening, so please tell your friends. Unfortunately, you're not going to enjoy what I have to share with you today. Before I tell you about that, I'd like to extend a congratulations for another job well done. My team of real estate flippers in Phoenix, who I affectionately call the SDI Phoenix team, closed another deal fairly recently. This one was on Embassy Drive in Santan Valley, Arizona. Our projections were that the deal would take about six months and that the cash-on-cash return would be just about 27% for that period of time. That would have been a great result, wouldn't it? Alas, we were wrong. The results were better than that. It's amazing how consistently we have a surprise at the end of our deals with the profit numbers being larger than we expected. Chalk it up to extremely demanding standards for choosing deals in the first place. So, to my SDI Phoenix team, congratulations on yet another in a very, very long chain of impressive transactions. And related to that, my friends, I know that many of you are interested in being involved in real estate flipping yourselves. You probably heard about the Realty Track report showing that the average gross profit for flips closed in the first quarter of this year was a whopping $72,450 and that there were more than 17,000 such deals. But something is holding you back. Maybe you don't have the expertise to pull it off yourself, or maybe you don't have the time, or maybe the market where you live isn't ideally suited to flipping. Well, I've got the answer for you. It's called fully outsourced property flipping. The idea is simple. For financially qualified investors, you work with my team who handles the transaction from end to end. They find a great property, they renovate it beautifully, they sell it quickly, and profit lands in your investment account. What do you do? Invest your capital, that's all. So if you'd like to learn more, I've got a great webinar coming up very, very soon that introduces you to this strategy. You can learn more by visiting sdiradio.com slash flip. Again, that's sdiradio.com slash flip. Now to the main event. A legal ruling was issued in California Bankruptcy Court just a few days ago, and it could be big for IRA owners in a really nasty way. Here's what happened. Lisa Paschini filed for bankruptcy protection in California. She listed her IRA as an exempt asset in the bankruptcy. An asset that's exempt isn't in danger of being lost during bankruptcy, and that type of protection is one of the things we've all been led to believe is inherently in place whenever we use an IRA. So in Lisa's case, had this exemption been honored, it would have meant that her IRA was completely off limits to the bankruptcy trustee, whose job it is to extract as much money from Lisa as possible. 
Now, we don't yet know if Lisa's exemption will be honored because this case is about something else entirely. It's about who is responsible for proving that the IRA is or is not exempt. Now, before I go further, the relevance of this issue is much broader than bankruptcy cases, as I'll tell you in just a moment, so stick with me. So Lisa did as everyone else has always done. She listed her IRA as an exempt asset, and there's a mountain of case history to suggest she did the right thing. But the trustee took a different approach. Apparently, in California, the Code of Civil Procedure says that anyone who claims an exemption, like Lisa, must prove that their asset is actually exempt. In other words, California presumes that anyone claiming an exemption is lying and must prove otherwise. So this is a big deal. If the trustee is right, then the statutory legal safety we've all been told exists for IRAs is threatened very seriously. That's because the IRA owner would likely have to provide all documentation from the IRA since its inception, including all transaction records, and would have to prove that no prohibited transactions had ever occurred, which would strip the IRA of its legal protections. Essentially, you'd have to prove a negative. This is a particular concern for self-directed IRA owners for whom the threat of prohibited transactions is a particularly grave threat. It's a big, big deal. A prohibited transaction, which is really quite easy to commit, causes your IRA not to be an IRA any longer, and the financial and legal ramifications can be really ugly, including the loss of the type of protection that Lisa is relying upon. So what happened in this case? Unfortunately, it's not good. The judge ruled that California law is the controlling law for this issue. As a result, Lisa now must prove that her IRA is exempt rather than presuming it to be so, as has always been the case before. We don't know what will happen here. Maybe that Lisa is able to prove the exemption of her IRA. But the bottom line on this, my friends, is that you simply cannot assume that your IRA has any real legal protection any longer. And this issue is broader than bankruptcy court because it's entirely plausible that creditors in other settings, such as conventional lawsuits, will be able to take the same tact as the trustee in Lisa's bankruptcy case and will force you to prove that you're in compliance. In other words, you may be no more than a car wreck or a trip and fall lawsuit away from facing this danger for your IRA. I expect this issue will move east into the rest of the country. The rules are different for this type of thing in each state, so it's hard to say exactly what this will mean for you. But one thing is for sure. If you're in California and you own an IRA, you need to be very, very careful. Be sure to get good legal counsel on this one. And if that's you, if you're a Californian with an IRA, and if you'd like to be kept up to date on this and other issues that are specific to your state, or if you'd like a referral to good legal counsel for this issue, just text the word Cali IRA to 33444. I'll spell that for you. It's C-A-L-I-I-R-A with no spaces or periods. Text the word Cali IRA to 33444. And as things change, I'll keep you up to date. And a quick reminder, if you're interested in learning more about how my team recently produced a real estate flip yielding a cash-on-cash return of nearly 27% in only six months, and why they're so successful at achieving such results on a very consistent basis for our clients, then be sure to check out my webinar about fully outsourced property flipping by visiting sdiradio.com slash flip, sdiradio.com slash flip. My friends, invest wisely today. Live well forever. Thank you for listening to Self-Directed Investor Radio with Brian Ellis. Don't miss a single episode. Be sure to subscribe to Self-Directed Investor Radio right now on iTunes, on Stitcher, and at sdiradio.com. Your feedback is always welcomed via email at feedback at sdiradio.com. This show is for entertainment purposes only and is not intended as legal or professional advice for your situation. Content is the property of the Self-Directed Investor Society. 